It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girl's night, all wrapped up into one. guys what's up happy monday i'm just so glad we're back you know like Me i know too. we already did a full week but i'm just glad Me too. we're back we're back it just makes sex. it makes sense getting it's my... weird when there's nothing sorry if you hear hands i'm getting my what is it called microphone adjusted. <laughs> i was like what are you doing what words <laughs> i put carrie in time out today and i said something like your time is almost up because she had 30 seconds left on the clock your time is almost up but if you keep on not doing the right thing your time will not be up or something like that and i walked out you know of the corner where time out is and i looked at avery and i was like what did i just say <laughs> she wasn't listening anyway so like what and he was like yeah you killed that and i was like i yeah yeah <laughs> this is not good not a good look. all she heard was time was not up <laughs> yep yeah anything exactly. after that irrelevant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much so <laughs> That's where we're at. I just, the pregnancy brain is like very, very, I don't know if that's a thing. Does it get worse every pregnancy? Could a mom with like six kids call in and tell me? Like, Well, at that point, it's just motherhood. I mean, I guess, but it's now it's you like, have three people's schedule, four people's schedules in your brain. Yes, right? this is true. So yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I just, it's my biggest pet peeve that I, I can't verbalize quick enough what I want to verbalize. And then I get like in this brain fart. And then also like when I'm trying to discipline Carrie, I'm like trying to come up with a consequence for something. And I, I just like throw something out. And then I'm like, that ha- has zero significance to what I'm disciplining her for. And or is not something I actually want to uphold. Like today at nap time, I was like, if you don't take a nap, you're not going to ballet. And in my head, I'm like, I can't afford for her to not go to ballet. <laughs> She needs to do something. She needs to do something. And my girlfriend's picking her up. So like she's going to ballet. That was a horrible consequence to throw out there. Anyways, what's your heck yes? <laughs> but if you didn't have her go to ballet, she'd probably remember that one. I know. I know. It, see, this is. <sighs> she would remember that time. <laughs> I'm just saying seminarians go to school for however many years to you know become a priest and there's no school you go to to become a mom you just get handed a kid and you leave the hospital you get handed a kid and you roll into bed and you're like all right here we go and you're just like shooting shots left and right for years on end because as soon as you think you got it they're in a new developmental stage and you don't got it anymore so we'll try that on the next one (laughs) Uh uh-huh exactly and then the next one has a totally different personality and you're like okay cool yeah this is fine (laughs) so what's your heck yes megan (laughs) (laughs) that's actually such a good such a good segue uh my heck yes is that we hired help (laughs) because clearly I need it uh we hired a help for like consistent help 
We have go-to babysitters on call all the time. I've talked about this probably for a year now at this point um, on the podcast, but we hired one of our sitters for three hours every, almost every day of the week uh, for this week and like for about a week or two weeks by the time this comes out. So mm-hmm. God send uh, when I was trying to figure out how much to schedule her for CC was in town and CC was like, I was like, oh, I don't know, like one or two weeks. And she was like, two weeks, you need two weeks. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then later that day, she was like, I didn't want to feel pushy. Like I, I was hoping you didn't take that the wrong way. And I was like, no, I'm so glad you pushed me to hire her for two weeks. Like, because I please like, be pushy. <laughs> I was like, I could be the girl that's like you got this I know you can do it but like I would not and I got this. this I was like I don't know <laughs> she's, she's like I'm not sure if against... I would get this and I also want to see Meg live another day so like <laughs> I was like to me if this was me I wouldn't got it so <laughs> I don't got this. I don't got it. Uh, so I'm yeah. not going to lie to you as your best friend and say you got this because I, I really don't know if you do. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I don't want to find out. So yeah, pretty much. Praise God for our consistent hired help during this. There's no alternative right now. No, no. And, and I think, again, I think it could be totally different if Avery had actual paternity leave even if it was just a week like we had with Carrie, now it's like 12 weeks total for military spouses, you know, if they're not deployed and if they choose to give it all to you and whatever. But even if he just had a week, like a... a... Wait, that's not going to make sense to anyone. You're complaining about not having a week, but then they're like, then you're like, but now they get 12 weeks. True, true. Okay. So so, explain what you mean. I know what you mean, but no one else knows what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) okay he because his job is classes his job is college he can't take leave from college Mm -hmm. he would flunk and they wouldn't let him so he gets no days he gets like the day after because he tells his teachers hey my wife just had a baby and they're like okay yeah cool we'll see you next week or we'll see you know next class or whatever but like that's it Mm -hmm. and so he's going into classes and then coming home and studying and doing homework and helping us you know go through postpartum um and so because his availability is so inconsistent with his different class schedules and different like tests that week or whatever I needed to know I had consistent help for a couple hours every single day with three kids three and under and this was like the godsend way to do that in this season of life the only obviously way. I mean the only way yeah um, <laughs> um the 12 weeks is the new you know protocol for at least the marines but I think it's across the board um and if we were not like if we just had a normal job in the marines right now and weren't a college student we would likely get those 12 weeks maybe not all at once in bulk but we would get them and he would at least have you know a week or two just being at home, you know, cooking three meals a day, being a hundred percent ours. And that's just not, not what it's like. One thing that's nice about the military is oftentimes they can't bring their work home. Yes. (laughs) That's the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. I mean, Patrick has to study here and there, but it's really not like everything's usually top secret. So it's, you really you're not allowed to bring it. You can't bring anything mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So that's a bonus of the military is there's no like 
studying get ahead of the game on the weekend (laughs) no exactly and that that would be the one thing that we didn't anticipate coming here and doing what we're doing here obviously we still extremely blessed feel like we're civilians right now (laughs) like we are not really Mm -hmm. you know in the military but that part sucks with kids for sure not having the separation between work and home like it just is always present his studying is always, always home a, yeah has a yeah. test in the back of his mind or something mm-hmm. or homework or you know a discussion question or whatever so that part is a struggle as a like a young family but mm-hmm. anyways what's your heck yes <laughs> so my heck yes is culver's i think it is one of the top fast food restaurants that i would rank really i've um, never had culver's well, I guess you didn't grow up in the Midwest. That makes no, sense. I, I don't even know if they have them by you. I'm going to maybe I'm gonna now. Google. I bet they do now. Um, Is it a fried chicken place? Uh, no. Okay. What's Culver's? <laughs> Explain to me. I don't know. It's known for their butter burgers. What the heck is a butter burger? I mean, it's a burger that's like slattery butter. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. And. Mm. Um, anyways, I think they are superior to every other burger on the market in the fast food. Also, wow. they make it to order, so it does take a little bit longer. Wow. Uh, so it's better than In-N-Out and it's better than Whataburger. Yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Culver's has a phenomenal, I know you guys are going to be like, oh, what is she talking about? Cod sandwich. Okay. It is I love cod. I make cod a lot for Patrick and I, like, you know, you bread it with flour and cornmeal and panko breadcrumbs and like you fry it in the oven under the broiler and put on a sandwich with tartar sauce, you know, really great. But Culver's has an amazing cod sandwich. I like to get it all the time during Lent. And anyways, I've been craving it. And yeah, cod is Megan. I was just telling her about cod because she's never had cod, and I was like, "It yeah. is, I think, the least fishiest tasting fish." So, which I mean, if you don't like fish, maybe this is your chance to like fish. <laughs> and it's just thicker, so like you can get so much more. Like in salmon, it's so thin that it's like half of it is the skin, you know. And then you get weird, like brown parts of the salmon, where you're like. I don't I want to eat that <laughs> and cod is all white meat you know yeah so I like yeah. feel better about it a lot and it's just, it's just easier mentally to eat yeah taxing <laughs> yeah it is so. um so I'm looking at the menu and it feels like it's kind of like a KFC and like a because they've got like coleslaw and broccoli and mashed potatoes mm-hmm. as their sides and I'm like oh okay they also have Wisconsin cheese curds are those good yeah so this okay. was started in Wisconsin okay well they have one here so now I'm like I need to try I haven't their burgers are so long butter burgers so good what do you mean you just had wait I was Chick-fil-A. gonna say I just said that and I had Chick-fil-A like last night for dinner so <laughs> I'm taking that so really I guess I just have Chick-fil-A so often now that I don't classify it as in Starbucks. Food. I consider Starbucks food. I'm like, that's fast food. Yeah. Yeah. 
we just consistently have those two. I haven't had like, you know, McDonald's. Anything. I haven't yeah. had Zaxby's. I haven't any of that kind of stuff in such a long time. So because I've been doing these road trips, I'm like <laughs> well-versed in the fast food. Well-versed. <laughs> yeah, this I'm is like... how you can claim with 100% confidence that they have the best burgers. Yeah. <laughs> You've been through I'm the like, ringer. I've been driven seven hours north and seven hours south in the past <laughs> month. So <laughs> making the rounds. Making the rounds. So yeah, cod sandwiches, ding ding ding. Um, what's your specifically heck no? from Culver's? Specifically from Culver's. <laughs> um, my heck no is uh liver. I just think it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I take the liver pills, beef liver pills. Um, but we bought a quarter of a cow. And so Avery requested that they include the liver and, um, he made some for me and I told him, I was like, I will, I'll eat it. Cause I know I need to, and I know I should. And so he made it and he seasoned it and he made caramelized onions with it and he made bacon with it. Oh, there you and go. we put it all on the plate and I made sweet potato fries and sourdough bread as well, because I was like, I need other things to, you know, eat this with, because it's going to not be so great. And I took one bite with the onion and the bacon and I wanted to spit it up, but I didn't, I swallowed it, but that, that, that I'm getting chills right now. It, it lingers like the taste of liver lingers in your mouth. I had like six sweet potato fries and it was still there. And I was like, I cannot do this. I think it's an acquired taste. I don't know what it is. It has to be because it's not like I was going to throw up or anything immediately. You know how you get like a gag reflex sometimes if you eat something disgusting? It was more that it made me queasy. Like it made my stomach just like, mm, this does not feel right. This is gross. I should not be eating this. Um, and so after that, I did not have any more liver and I felt really bad. But he's making me a steak right now as we speak, which is very <laughs> nice of him. So. Um, my father is a big advocate for liver. Is he? he makes it really well. I mean, it smells amazing, but I it just smelled good. I just really have a hard time eating it. It smelled so good. And I was yeah. like, I know I need to eat this. And I know people eat this all the time. And they they some some cultures and like civilizations considered this like the prime rib of all meat, you know, like that I should be I'm gonna dig in, it's gonna be great. And it was just not, and I was I was felt I felt really well bad. in my culture and in my <laughs> civilization, we ate culvers. So <laughs> we claim the cod sandwich <laughs> as superior. <Yep. laughs> okay, oh my so gosh. my heck no, it's not okay. So I wrote down AirPods. It's not like the existence of AirPods, okay. <laughs> It is like, for instance, during trick-or-treating, kids would like come up with their AirPods mm. in saying trick-or-treat. And I'm just like, are we having a conversation or are we not? Like, are you listening to something? I'm just confused. Like, I just, I still think that it's appropriate when you're talking to someone to take it out. Agreed. Because if if you were using a corded, like a corded ear, what is this called? Ear, um, earbuds. Earphone, earbud, earbud. You would take the earbud out. Yeah. Right. Like even if you yeah. the, no music was playing, you would take it out to talk to someone. So like, why is that different with an AirPod? Because yeah, it's I out of know. respect for the person in front of you that like, hey, yeah, I'm, 
I'm not listening to the podcast while talking to you. Yeah, I'm present. And it is, and Patrick knows this is my pet peeve. Cause like, if he's doing short, like chores around the house or whatever, um, and he doesn't tell me what I'm going to sound crazy, but like, like a crazy wife, but if he doesn't tell me he put his AirPods in, like, obviously I'm really grateful. He's cleaning the toilets. That he does that way better than me. That was his job in high school. He's cleaned toilets at the ice rink. That's he's hilarious. really great at it. Okay. It's like a hidden talent. <laughs> he's in there cleaning the toilet and I'm in there like in the living room working and I like see him cleaning. the toilet. I'm having a full blown conversation with him. And then it's like, oh my God, responding. He had the airpod in. (laughs) So it's like kind of a rule. I'm like, I just need, can you just like, give me a heads up that you're putting them in? Because the Mm -hmm. amount of times I've had conversations with myself (laughs) is um, unacceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're really over it. (laughs) So anyways, that's my heck no is it's like a cultural thing where people just leave it in. Yeah, I guess so. Or or it's like a generational thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's very strange. So even the fact that like they're trick-or-treating with a group of friends, why do you yeah. even have them? Why are they? Why? Why? Uh-huh. I don't know. Or I see like on the golf course, like people have like one in and I'm like, you're golfing with like four buddies. Yes. I'm just confused. Like why you need extra. Right. Beat- dropping in the background (laughs) (laughs) I'm like are you not also overstimulated I don't understand (laughs) I'm like you're playing a game you're on you're outside you're you have like you know dubstep going on in your right ear and a conversation going on in your left like what's Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. um it's too much it's too much it's too much it's gotta go (laughs) really gotta go (laughs) um Okay, so we, I, I want to tease this a little bit. Do you guys remember, maybe this was like five episodes ago, we had a caller or maybe it was a text in and she had said like, hey, my husband, um, I can't, do you exactly remember it, Megan? There was some form of emotional infidelity that had happened in the past and she had forgiven him for it, but was having a really hard time actually overcoming it and actually forgiving him and not holding up resentment and mm-hmm. he was feeling really stuck like he couldn't do anything else and so she was asking for any sort of advice or you know what our thoughts or opinions were on it yes so we're gonna pause it there megan you want to tell us the key to getting <laughs> micaiah <laughs> yeah okay so side note from that voicemail um hello <laughs> I walked into Avery last night playing Gregorian chant like I I did a double take when I walked in the room because I was like what is going on in here and he was holding Makai out in front of him and they were just walking like pacing the room and he had Gregorian chant playing out loud from the hallow app and I was like what are you doing you look like you're offering our son or something like what's going on and he was like he likes it it's really chill I was like okay (laughs) so and and Avery had just gotten the three-month free trial himself which you all can also get at www.hallow.com backslash what in the dang heck um they have whole playlists I mean they do 
it, and I play it in the background. I'm not even lying. Not the Gregorian chant. I'm not there yet. Um, I, you know, I'm veiling in the past couple of months has been my thing. I'm not all the way at Almost playing. a year, I would say. It actually probably has been a year. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, all that said, I do play like the they have a piano one with like taunting the lo-fi. They have lo-fi ones, but I play the piano one in the background sometimes, or I play I think it's like peaceful or like music for sleep or something. And I'll play either of those two in the background during the day when I'm like, okay, every single one of the children in this room needs to take a chill pill. And it maybe if I play this classical, you know, song twos in the background, (laughs) everyone will calm down. And hopefully my kids in unison will say, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's the best to have um, for that reason. And many, many others from, you know, daily readings to devotionals, to the rosary, to what, I mean, literally everything, everything. you could need um, is on the Hallow app. So get your three, three month free trial at www.hallow.com backslash what in the dang heck all the links are in our show notes okay so for all the people that texted in or gave us bad reviews saying i can't believe the advice you gave her such bad advice da 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 we or maybe it was just me essentially said like you're gonna lose him like if you don't change your act right now He's going to be out the door because he feels helpless. He apologized. You said you forgive him, but now you're not acting like it. And so what's he supposed to do? His hands are tied. He's helpless. And I was like, this is how you lose the man, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you need to read Dr. Laura's Care and Feeding of Husbands ASAP. Like you need to order it. And I actually ended up getting a DM from her and she said- "Not Dr. Laura." From no, the no, initial, no. from the initial, from the caller. anonymous, uh huh. Yeah, the wife. and she said, "Hey, girl, just wanted to drop in for a second. I was the girl who sent the emotional infidelity text to the podcast. Thanks so much for addressing it. I already burned through the book you recommended, and it was amazing." She said, "Here's an up. Here's an update you didn't ask for. So cute. Like it was like a few weeks later." She said, "Started implementing the tactics in the book. In the book." worked on myself and my attitude, including weekly confession to help with the forgiveness. In the short meantime, my husband decided to join RCIA, is heavily reading the catechism, fully intends to come into the church next Easter, and is finally completely open to life in our marriage instead of insisting on contraceptives. Okay, I already read this, but I don't know why I'm like about to cry right now. I know. Hearing you say it again out loud, because I'm just like, her actions, her choice in choosing to forgive and actually work on it and and use the church and the graces and the sacraments. And to then pursue him. Her husband into the church. Yeah. That is so cool and powerful. Yeah. Because she's and, living the example and he sees yes, it. Yes, I was going to say he's he's seen this like aspect of the church through her actions that yeah. he's like super attracted to and bought into. And he feels pursu- pursued like men react to women. It is not the mm-hmm. other way around. Mm-hmm. They do. And Dr. Laura always talks about how you need to choose wisely and treat nicely. And if you don't, you're kind of screwed. And you have to act like your husband's your boyfriend 
and treat, I mean, like, and plus like marital <laughs> graces, but like <laughs> pursue him and date him and flirt with him. And yeah. Yeah. And she's all about that. She always talks about that, but I love that. She always says, choose wisely and treat nicely. And it's so, so true because when you don't treat nicely, <laughs> doesn't matter how wisely you chose because yeah. that falls in your court then, you know? True. And like, true. if you are looking back on the ways that you treated your husband and you're like, yeah, that actually doesn't fall in the category of nice. That falls in the category of vindictive or um, resentful or um you know, biachi. <laughs> I was going to say a hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to lose him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and I was going to say the amount of wives that would say, yeah, you, like the big, most important thing about marriage is to continue dating each other. Like if they're going to say that and put that on the husband's, like he should still be dating me. I want him to date me forever and ever until we die. It goes both ways. You have to treat him. Flirt like with you're him. still trying to get him to love right. you. Right. You want his attention <laughs> just like you did the first week you guys were talking. You know what I mean? Like that that should not die out. That's what yeah. gets you the second date and the third date. That's what gets you the dates until death do you part. You know what I mean? Like paying attention doesn't... to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's I mean, it's the same thing as when girls list off all the standards they have for their future boyfriend and then someone dare ask them, Well, what are you doing to become like a good wife? If those the are kind all of guys. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of dream like your dream guy, what kind of woman will he want and what kind of woman are you? Yes. Do, someone you know. dare ask a woman that and they're like, oh, what I'm like, he should love a, me the way that I am. And it's like just the way that I am. How how is this one-sided? This is not one-sided. Anyways, mm-hmm. one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> and look, I'm we're obviously women, but we're not one to bash men. So oh heck no. Yeah. Oh, heck no. <laughs> and it's like not a lot of people will because of the whole feminist movement, a lot of people won't put women in their place. But I am happy to because I could see how it can just completely destroy relationships by leaning into your like you have a chip on your shoulder you know well and I just don't understand how just because you're the woman you don't have to do anything you're not held accountable to anything and there's no standard I don't understand that and I'm not okay with that like that's not acceptable and if there's like one thing that pushes me to like want my girls to do sports it's so that they're coachable so that they can be held accountable and so that they can be called higher and that they know how to without mm-hmm. it being like a personal attack. So I don't know. I, mm. yeah. But praise God for this girl and her marriage yes. and her husband interested in coming into the church. And he's doing that because yes, God's grace, but like through the sacrament of marriage, you are showing yes. him how redemptive like Mm -hmm. confession is and like everything like that yeah yep 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 and I just think it's really beautiful too that she said weekly confessions to deal with the forgiveness and the resentment issue because Mm -hmm. she understood that this wasn't something she could do on her own and she understands the power of the sacrament and the graces that come from Mm -hmm. it and how much that can transform her soul because she's like I mean, at a crossroads and she was like, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. And forgiveness is kind of a muscle. Like you kind of have to work it, you know? Yes. 
Yep, exactly. And um, I just love that she sent you an update that you didn't ask for. Because I feel like so often we say things on here and we reply to you guys on here. And then it's just like, hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully that like, you know, hit the nail on the head for them or like didn't confuse them further or, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. So that was really encouraging too. It was. Okay. So um, voicemails. Sorry, guys. These are coming probably, you know, four to six weeks late. Um, Oops. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Some of these were urgent. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry about that, but this is a really great, we might've touched on this, but would love to hear your thoughts, Megan. Okay. Curious on what y'all's thoughts are on the boudoir photo shoot trend situation. Um, specifically from like the kind of like Catholic Christian lens of you're not going to be giving that to anyone except your husband. Um, but yeah, cause I can't decide if that is just kind of another, like on the same level of lingerie almost, um, where it's almost kind of like the gifting your body to your husband, or if it's more, closer to the porn realm because it's just I mean there are different it sounds like there are different levels to the boudoir of you know how much you want to show obviously but like if it's more just trying to get a lustful reaction out of him in which case that would not be great um but yeah so just curious on what y'all's thoughts are on that and um excited for the next episode thanks bye okay we have talked about this before, but I can't remember the episode to like direct you back to. So we'll just mm-hmm. rehash it again. Um, I think, first of all, obviously the catechism does not say anything about boudoir photos. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Dang Secondly, it. Come on, John. It. Come on, JP2. You didn't put it in love and responsibility. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also think... Um, something to make note of before we dive into like our own opinions too is who you're marrying and what their past has been like so like what I don't know like most men struggle or have struggled with porn and or masturbation before entering marriage or even going into marriage and so Mm -hmm. if that is the case immediate red flag in my head in my opinion to do boudoir photos because then I think it will immediately gain a lustful reaction from him just given the wiring that his brain has been through with those addictions um but so all that said and then Avery and I have talked about this in depth with each other as well we just never have and never will because he has me in real life so why does he need photos in his drawer of me dressed that way what what is he gonna look at those when I'm with him? Like, what is he gonna look at those by himself? If he's like, looking, like, honey, you like way better here than in person, right? Like, I don't, you know, I don't, <laughs> yeah, because they're freaking photoshopped. Like, I don't, know, you know, like, I don't know. And, like, is he? And you I look like just 10 like, why? p.m. like ratchet, have a kid, a sucky nut. Like, you ready? And he's like, whoa, uh, he's whoa, like, whoa, hold on, this is not the same person as in these photos. <laughs> I, this is not <laughs> it. Um. 
so I don't but know. In it's all like, serious, what... sorry. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, it's like, what what are they for? Why? Like, he has you it's... in real life. Sometimes I think it's more for the girl than the guy. I do, too. Which I'm like, okay, so why? Like a confidence boost for the girl. Yes. But then again, like... The purpose. Yes, the purpose. Like, why? Mm-hmm. And And if you need that for confidence or whatnot then maybe there's underlying issues we should like look into there and maybe you should start having those intimate discussions with your soon-to-be husband before you end up in the bedroom you know what I mean like I don't because the amount of times that that things don't get talked about and then it like builds awkwardness or walls or whatnot like you should be able to talk about anything and everything with the person you're about to marry so I don't know even I mean look Patrick and I are long distance I, we actually have not had this. I don't think we've ever had this conversation, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we're both on the same page. It would be like, here's a photo book when you live in a room with six other guys. Yes. And then it's like, here's a photo of me. Oops. Can't have me for six months. Like what a horrible tease. It's cruel. cruel. (laughs) It would be like essentially me popping on the ship being like, Hey babe, just kidding. See you in six months. Like <laughs> what? so messed up. <laughs> All of this saying too, because I understand if you're not Catholic, you're like, I don't get it. Like what's, what's wrong with a guy having those photos by himself and it's knowing what it could and would lead to, but that's like from Catholics, a uh, Catholic point of view, like that's not even, I don't want in to the picture. Yeah. Right. Like that's not, I don't want to be the source of sin. Right. I don't want to be the source of like the near occasion of sin. I don't want to be the source of the sin itself. Like I'm good. I don't want to be the temptress, you know, like, no, I already have him. (laughs) I (laughs) already have him. He's just an ocean. (laughs) Gotta wait. Um, so yeah, those, I mean, that's, those are my thoughts. Those are your thoughts. They're all. Yeah. I I just, I never have been able to like grasp the full purpose of it more so than like the girl like dressing up taking cute photos and it's like I love I want to gift this to my husband like he'll appreciate it but it's just like what do you do with it then you know yeah yeah exactly I'm like can we take like a family photo shoot instead (laughs) I want to put it on the wall (laughs) yeah I want to be able to print this and like put it on a Christmas card and like you know like do something (laughs) with this flip back through it you know with multiple generations not going to do that with boudoir photos so like what do you you know I don't know yeah anyways also no I don't offer them so (laughs) I've been asked before I don't do them (laughs) um all right let's see what we're working with here okay this one um great great cue I'll get right to it okay hey we've got the bride here um, i'm leslie this is my maid of honor i'm madison <laughs> we have a quick question um so basically i'm getting married in may and i'm thinking about like little details like the hairstyle and everything and we were just going through your instagram cecilia and i really love like the low bun look with the pieces falling out in the front then Madison was like, wait, she like took her hair out for the reception. And I really like the idea of that. I think that's a really cute detail. So I was just wondering like how that worked. Like, did you have the um, hairstylist like stick around or come back or anything? Or is there just like a bobby pin situation that you like took out? So 
that was just that was my question. Yeah, um, we would love to know. Anyway, love you guys. <laughs> love the podcast. Love the podcast. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> This is so cute. And also, I feel like your answer on this is about to be the equivalent of when people ask me where my shirt is from and I say goodwill and I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's not helpful. (laughs) That is such a good analogy because mine is so impractical. (laughs) So my matron of honor is a hairstylist like a really good one (laughs) like one of the top hairstylists like in the chicago area (laughs) um and essentially so we practiced it what we did when she did my updo she made sure to okay so first i had extensions i had clip-in extensions to make my hair thicker okay longer and longer. Yep. Thicker and longer. And we colored my hair and toned the extensions a month prior to my wedding to get them the same color, like everything is she cut them in into the hair. So they were like perfectly length. Then when it was my wedding morning, it was kind of complicated, but she essentially like curled it, curled all my hair and everything. And then really, really seamlessly put it up into the bun where you could take it out and the curls won't be ruined and she's extremely advanced so I can't exactly tell you how this happened Um, (laughs) it's just magic (laughs) she is she is she's so talented and then on the bus ride the party bus yeah from the the church to the the reception I was in the front seat and she this I feel so bad because she was so annoyed with me I was like trying to dance and party, but like she needs to do my hair. So we're in the front seat in this like bus, like literally my head is like slammed against the like <laughs> front seat. And like, she's like trying to use bobby pins and like do this whole thing. She didn't need to recur or so she took, took pretty much took the bobby pins out in the half up, half down do was already done. Like you'll see twists right. and stuff. Those twists were already in there. Just the bun was covering it. So mm-hmm. like that was all in there. Then we get to the reception reception and she quickly upstairs, like in the bridal suite or whatever, curled a few of my pieces and it was good to go. So like the twist and essentially like half up, half down was done. Already done. Then the, the bun was done. Right. Then she did on and did the bun and then yeah. recurled a few pieces. Yeah. So and then curls so- and extensions always stay longer. Because it's fake. Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Essentially. And like usually extension hair was usually black. And so it's bleached the heck so out of it. Yeah, you know? It's, yeah. So um, it's, it's I'm possible. sorry. It's a very unrealistic expectation. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you also have a hairstylist friend or you have, you're a hairstylist person yourself and you want to do all of those steps. Some hairstylists do offer another do. Like the woman that was doing my makeup, she was also hairstylist, I'm pretty sure. And she like had that on her menu of like up like two, excuse me. Wow. Um, two kind of like looks. So it is possible. Yeah. Um I was just mad I couldn't do boho that day. 
still bitter about it, but <laughs> oh yeah, but that okay. The only thing I was specific on, I don't care what shoes, I don't care what jewelry, whatever you want to do, but <sighs> we're we're doing some sort of traditional hair and not just curled and down. That was my one thing. And well, yeah, it was like traditional hair and it was like pulled back. And so I found a couple where it was like pulled back, but with like a messy braid. <laughs> she was like, no. She wanted a like a <laughs> fish, like, fish tail. She wanted a <laughs> fish tail braid. Like we're going to be on a cliff at a mountainside. I'm like, <laughs> and we're going to be in California or like, you know, have, have like flower crowns. And I'm like, I just, it's not what we're going for, <laughs> I was probably the only one too because all the other bridesmaids are probably like oh yeah this is so cute and I was like I just know that this like, is like traditional and preppy we do so. here <laughs> uh, Meg like brought her baby's breath ready to be put into her brain <laughs> shut your face I'm like only magnolia uh, flowers and white roses here <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, but what about like peonies and stuff? Like this could be so fun. What about a eucalyptus? Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, our okay, our so, weddings were both just yeah. so perfectly who we are. It's so great. Totally. We're so different. <laughs> <laughs> we're so different. I was like, yeah, here's your pizza and your Sundays. And you're like, no, 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 no. Uh, it's going to be brought to you. <laughs> anyways uh, okay so tell me about this marion travelers bracelet <gasps> can i just show you oh is that the dangly it's like, one it's like the dangly Charms? charm one it looks Cute. quite boho-y one might say um like from afar i'm like are those seashells are they not it is a marion marion charm <laughs> it's a marion travelers is that a bracelet puka shell no <laughs> It's a Marian Traveler's bracelet from The Little Catholic, and um, I honestly was not sure how well the charms would hold up because I have children and I just don't take my jewelry off all that often, nor am I that careful um, just with my jewelry or anything in general, but it has stayed up and stayed strong and beautiful and shiny for months now, and I am wildly impressed. Uh, it's 18 karat gold-filled bracelet. And you can get 20% off with code HECK20 at the Little Catholic. It's the Marion Travelers Bracelet. And it's easily one of the things, like the top questions I get asked about on my Instagram stories. Whenever I share something, like with my face mm-hmm. in it and my hands in it, I get asked about yeah. this bracelet all the time. So I'm Check letting it out, you know. Guys. Yeah, that's it's what really it's called. Cute. It's very, oh, it's it. And something great <laughs> to ask for for Christmas as well. True. Definitely a stocking stuffer. Oh my gosh. You could send that link to your significant other, your mother, your sister, your friend, and also get them 20% off. Yep. And Catholics love buying Catholic things for Catholic people. So this is true. Mm-hmm. This is very true. Yep. <laughs> we're, uh, we're pretty consistent. Yeah. <laughs> we got to know what we want. <laughs> All right. So next voicemail. Um, I think like a lot of people will probably feel seen after listening to this. So, Ooh, okay. Hey, this is Elizabeth calling. Um, I just wanted to share a quick story about the time that I had to make a huge decision for my well-being and the well-being of my daughter. 
Um, and it was really hard. I just finished listening to your marriage feedback uh, podcast, the most recent episode that you guys made. And um, yeah, just, I just had some thoughts that I wanted to share. So when I was um, like a week postpartum, two weeks postpartum, not even, I couldn't even produce not even 10 milliliters of breast milk um, and have a bunch of different hormonal issues and things. And I was kind of dealing with the beginnings of postpartum depression and all of these things. And I remember breastfeeding was not like a bonding moment for me and my daughter, like everybody on Instagram said it would be. It felt more of like a really stressful event. I felt like such a failure because I couldn't produce milk. And I was also stressed because I wanted my daughter to eat well, obviously. And if I was only producing 10 milliliters, which is nothing, um, she wouldn't have been fed enough. So I had to make the decision ultimately to formula feed her, even though I really wanted to breastfeed. And after meeting with lactation consultants and all of these people, um, nothing was working. So I knew my hormone levels were like kind of normal, which is strange, but it wasn't working. So anyway. I decided to make the decision to just strictly formula feed her so that I could relax and rest and bond with her properly and so that she could be fed well. And I remember so many women would be like, oh, you didn't try hard enough. Oh, it wasn't working well for you. Like, did you try this? Did you try that? And I'm like, you guys have no idea how much I tried everything. And I had to stick to my decision despite knowing that people were going to have their opinions um, and because I knew in my gut that ultimately that was the best thing to do for myself and for my daughter. And that was one of the first moments of my entire life that I set, like I set a decision and I stuck with it. So yeah, I agree with y'all on that in terms of like, just stick with your decision and like, you don't have to defend it, <laughs> but just like, that's just what you do, you know? Um, and uh Growing up, like, I never really was taught how to make decisions for myself. So that was such a pivotal moment for me. And it really gave me the opportunity to grow in confidence in my decision-making and in my motherhood and my instincts of caring for my daughter. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to share that. And I love the thought. Okay, bye. This is so good. That makes me so happy because – if there's one thing that you will always get crap for on every single side and on every single decision, it's motherhood. I swear it's like Satan's, you know, out to get mothers for some wild reason. Um, <laughs> all cheekiness aside, it's like even even from from a mom who mm -hmm. nurses, I get crap for that. I get crap for, you know, sharing that we nurse from like so it's like you can't win on any side of any motherhood decision but the only thing that will give you peace in making those decisions is that you stuck with it and you made that decision for your child and for yourself and you own it and so I yeah. think that's really freaking awesome that you did that and that you felt confidence from it too because I feel like a lot of times when women especially mothers new mothers too when they make a decision and then they hear the you know Back chatter. Un unsolicited opinions of others regarding that decision they backtrack and they don't feel that same confidence and they don't take that step forward in it like you did so thank you for sharing and for calling in I will also say like making a decision when neither option is what you want mm. is 
that is obviously the hardest situation, but that is when your whole life changes because you pushed forward on one thing and you listen to your gut and you really grow in character when you have to stick to your guns, even though you wish the other thing was possible and you just have to be like, I cannot control this. Like, this is out of my control. I have to make a decision. This is not what I want, but this is actually what's best. And when you do what's best versus like what, you you know, you have to deny what you want, you know what I mean? Like that is when so much growth happens and it, it seems like that was kind of like the first step to stepping into like motherhood, you know? Yeah. I was gonna say, it takes a lot of um, humility and docility to do that too. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you made steps towards that a lot quicker than I have in my motherhood career. (laughs) So congrats. (laughs) You're doing phenomenal. (laughs) Doing great, girl. Uh (laughs) All right. I can't really remember what this one is about because I saved it before your maternity leave, but. Oh yeah. Cool. It's probably too late for the girl that called in, but it's not too late for everyone else. So here we go. (laughs) Hi, Megan, Cece. First off, I gotta say, I love your guys' podcast, but I actually called in for a guy question. Um, I've had this in the past. I don't know if you guys have, but I just went on this date literally last night with this guy and he's like literally so great, checks all the boxes, super good Catholic. We went into this bougie steakhouse and he's like, of course he paid for everything, but we're literally like so similar in every way like personalities jobs everything and I always thought relationships should be like more complimentary like you know the guy has something you don't you guys can like help each other work on those things that you aren't the best at and also I don't know if I'm like physically attracted to him which is kind of an issue (laughs) but I would just love to hear your thoughts reactions just let me know. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Too similar. To be honest, I think the first thing you notice is that you're not attractive and you're trying to find a reason that yep. it's not going to work. That has nothing yep. to do with attraction. <laughs> yep. That's what I think is happening. At the same thought. I was like, I was it's like- not about him being too similar. If he was hot, you'd love it. <laughs> Right? That is no, it's true. You'd be like, "This is great. We're the same person." That's how I, it our, I get him. He was hot, heart to heart. We're just, yeah, you know, this heart to heart. <laughs> no, I agree. I for some reason, why is that not an acceptable enough answer? Like, I'm just not attracted to him. I will say though, like, I think if if you are unsure if he's attractive, like if it's already a no, like you're like, nope, definitely not my type. Like, okay, not worth the second date, you know? But if you're like, I don't know if I like, oh, like seven <laughs> out of 10, like not unsure. I think that can absolutely grow on you based on how he treats you. Agreed. Totally agreed. I mean, the very first comment I made about Avery is, uh, I don't know, could probably be my brother. That's not like, hey, you're hot and sexy. Let's have kids together. That's like, <laughs> no, you probably were at family reunions in the past. Like, you're like, <laughs> any sort of intimacy makes me want to vomit because you're my <laughs> brother. 
<laughs> so and now I'm like holy cow he's so hot so yeah I totally agree with you that could totally change based on how he treats you um but I go back to what you initially said in response to her which is that it sounds like you're trying to come up with other reasons why you're not into him mm-hmm. I will say like the similar thing I I would rather be similar than have nothing in common. If I had Agreed. to pick one extreme, I would pick your the extreme you're in. Agreed. Because at least you do activities to get, like, you're always going to have something to talk about if you mm-hmm. work in the same field, you know, whatever it is. I think it can yeah. work if you're definitely opposite, but you guys seem to have the same hobbies and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, if Patrick loved to hike, it would kind of be a problem for me it was a problem with every other guy in the past so it for sure would be a problem for you <laughs> like that was his main activity I'm oh just like oh my gosh I hate it so much but if we were you know like that's way harder to me than if he was like I don't really have any hobbies he's like I love podcasting like <laughs> I love antiquing that's a hobby yeah. uh-huh <laughs> is is spending money like if, if your hobby includes spending money, is it really a hobby? Like antique. Don't tell me that. I've been claiming it as my hobby for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do you like to do in your free time? And I always say thrifting and getting my nails done. And but it's all spending money. <laughs> what other thing would you do? You'd hike. That's the only other option. Even Pick if you say I like around. to crochet. You're yeah. spending money to crochet. I will say it's a lot cheaper. But... <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than that antique crucifix I bought the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I have no hobbies. This is what we've discovered. <laughs> when your job, when your hobbies are your jobs, that you're really winning. So, that's true. That's true. Like photography. I haven't done that in a while, so. <laughs> you don't give yourself enough credit thank you oh gosh thank I you. know I know well speaking of this is gonna be a stretch speaking of <laughs> Avery looking young when you first <laughs> met him he has he still looks young if he didn't have a mustache he'd still look the same age so he must have incredible amounts of collagen <laughs> his collagen okay. production has not yet shut off yeah i don't know how he's defied the odds but (laughs) he is okay so there's this meme going around social media and it's like why does this kid have amazing skin why did god waste all the good like all the collagen on children yes like i'm 21 with my face drooping yes it's like Like, what are you gonna go do play with your friends at the park and make mud pies you don't need that give me that collagen like (laughs) (laughs) yes that was so good I was like, this is amazing because it's so true. So collagen um, is really, really great for anti-aging, postpartum, supports pregnancy, hair, nail growth. Um, Like it helps with that shininess of the hair, you Mm -hmm. know, but essentially like we stop producing collagen and that's why at age 21 is when wrinkles start to develop Um, because we're just like lacking collagen and even um, like 
women, their faces get thinner as they get older. You guys, you know, it's like less plump. It's because the lack of collagen. And so taking a call, like taking actual collagen into your everyday life is so important, especially if you do want, you know, just like healthy, bright, vibrant, plump skin. Um, right. And heck yes, collagen, they are, they sell like the number one liquid collagen in the world and is totally proven to restore youthful skin from the inside out. And I love it. I've used their skin one and their, um, pure Megan used the pure one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've, I've had both and I think both taste great. I mean, it's like sour, but I love sour. So like I'm one to eat gummy worms. So like, love it. Um, it kind of just tastes like a fruit roll up, but essentially you just like drink a tablespoon twice a day. I'm pretty sure it's twice a day. That's what I do. And it's in a bottle. So it's liquid. It's great. It's not like a pill. A lot of collagens I've seen is this powder and they're like, put it in a smoothie. And I'm like, I don't even make so much work morning. So much work, much less like cleaning out the blender. Okay. Um, That is a whole nother (laughs) podcast episode. Uh huh. Hate doing that. Yeah. Anyways, and this I just take a swig from the top of the bottle. Yeah. So it's so easy, and you can get ten dollars off um, a product at heckyescollagen c o l l a g e n dot com plus and like any additional discounts and stuff. So DM them on Instagram, Kate and Megan. They're awesome, and they're gonna be having like Black Friday and Christmas shopping deals and stuff. So don't be shy, like. They are incredible women (laughs) and DM them and they can totally help you out with like what collagen is best for you for like, you know, what stage in life you are and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, we love them and everything will be in our show notes. Sweet. All right. Voicemails. I just love that we're back. It's been so long that we've done voicemails. Yeah. It's sorry, everyone who were getting to your voicemail super late. Um, but we appreciate you <laughs> and we're enjoying this. So we hope you are as well. All right. Here's another guy one. Okay. Oh, like about a guy. I was yeah, like, yeah. A guy caller. So a rare. Commodity. <laughs> Hi, Cece and Megan. Um, my name is Alyssa and I just wanted to share a what in the dang heck moment. So, um, I'm a single Catholic lady trying to find her man. So I was, I'm on hinge and I matched with someone who was Catholic and he asked me on for a brunch date before mass and going to mass together afterwards, which sounded like amazing, but it's like, it's Saturday night. And then he sent me a message saying, Hey, I, um, I busted my ankle and I asked him what happened. And he said, um, I jumped off a roof. And would you be able to help me, like, get inside the restaurant and in church? And I'm thinking, <sighs> if you can't stand, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, like, help him hobble around. And I'm like, do you have crutches? And he said, no, I don't have crutches. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I don't really feel comfortable with that. So, um, that's my moment right now. I don't know. But we're we were gonna go from here, but that's my moment. So thanks, bye. So like I get him wanting to make it work because he doesn't want to cancel on her, you know? Yeah, but like what was he gonna do? Like hold on to her arm like her grandma or something? 
Right. And I also get how weird that is because they've never met. Right. Right. So that's the only like, like if it was like third date, I get it, you know, like, yeah, come on, let's go. I'd rather yeah. see you. I'd rather see you half, you know, whatever is right. going on with half a foot than not see you at all. So <laughs> I just think like it could be funny, like a funny part of the story later on, like, like you said, like on the third date, but the initial yeah. one, that's just like so awkward. Mm-hmm. It's like, forced physical touch with a stranger yeah essentially i'm good hard pass (laughs) Uh uh-huh so you know i totally get it you know i I also want to know like did you just reschedule you know like did you end up meeting him yeah i do want to know also i'd like to say if any of you ladies single ladies out there are going to try a secular dating app hinge would be the one to try a lot of people are on that right now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. date a lot of guys. I, I know a lot, but I dated a few guys from him. I feel like I always learn about a new guy that you dated every time we talk. <laughs> well, did you remember my dad's speech at the wedding? Sort he, of. Like, always joked that. <laughs> oh, you dated like all the names of the Bible? Yeah, like in the Old Testament. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> finally, you yeah. upgraded to like a saint, a saint. name, like Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember that part. No more Ezekiel's and Isaiah's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Elijah's and, you know, Micaiah's. No, I'm kidding. So, yeah, it's funny. It's really funny. Um, all right one more one more let's do it let's do the dang thing hey girls i've been wanting to call for a couple weeks and i finally have the time now that i'm in the middle of a road trip so i had a question for you so i grew up non-denominational um going to those kind of churches contemporary christian so it's called and over the last couple years i've kind of gotten to this point of like questioning the authority of the church and like why there's so many different denominations and people preaching different things. And through like a couple of different seeds people planted in my life and your podcast was a huge part of it. So thank you. Um, I've started to explore the Catholic church and I was kind of calling for like tips on how to approach Catholicism for the first time. Um, it can be super intimidating and it just took me a long time to like build up the courage to start going to mass. Um, and so I've started doing that every Sunday, but it's still really hard to like follow along with the mass and like know what to say and like how to connect with certain pieces and get the full meaning. And, um, there's just so many layers to Catholicism, so much to learn. And so like maybe Avery has insight on this, um, since he converted into the Catholicism or, um, either of you, if you just have like tips on like how to learn and, um, get to know like the whole Catholic faith. Uh, sidebar also I just got married and I'm moving in with my husband so he's army and we're going to be moving again in a few months and then again six months after that so it's kind of hard to like get connected with the parish and like get really connected into like the RCIA route right now um, and I still kind of feel like I'm in the exploration part so moving and like getting connected with one parish is going to be a little bit difficult but any tips and advice you have um, are very much appreciated thank you so much 
Wow. Relating. (laughs) This is awesome. I mean, like, praise God, you know what I mean? That's totally God's grace working through this project and podcast and. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I love that you're so open to exploring and you're curious and you're asking questions and stuff. That's awesome. Um, One thing I will say is that I still learn more and more about the faith every day. So don't ever feel like, I feel like it's like when people say, oh, I'm just not ready to have kids yet. And it's like, well, you're never really ready to have kids. So you just kind of have to do it. It's kind of the same thing in regards to like, I still feel like there's so much that I don't know about the Catholic faith. Like don't well, let specifically that Catholicism. Back. Yes. Because yes. it's, you know, thousand plus years, years old. Yeah. Um, And there's so much history and there's so much tradition and there's so much like, I mean, it's the one universal faith. Like it goes worldwide. It's not just like, oh, in this town, this is, you know, the reading of the day. <laughs> this is what our church is, you know, founded on or whatnot. It's like, no, no, no. It's like universal. <laughs> so it's, there's a lot of depth to it. There's a lot of, there's so, I mean, there's so much. So don't let that hold you back from like giving RCIA a chance or converting or anything. Cause like I said, I'm still always learning more about the Catholic church and I'm still always asking questions too. I think that's good. So what I'll say is like, um, if you can, if, if you on the base that your husband's attached to has an army chaplain, like military chaplains are typically like pretty traditional, um, especially the younger ones Mm -hmm. and they, you know, because of the situations, like even if you wanted to join RCA in the future, there's a lot of different things that they can do where, you know, you don't have to be there for the whole year yep yep process so like there's ways around that um you know and yeah I would really encourage you to get to know the chaplains chaplains are the catholic chaplains are typically like like I said most of the ones we know are really great and have become awesome friends so um what I will say is I like the fact that you started to go to mass you didn't mention your husband going but like let's say you're going by yourself even if you are going with your husband like it is wild to me that you're going like you woke like yeah. took up the courage to go like that's a really big step you know yeah like yeah. that can't be lost in you because I get that it's intimidating <laughs> like yeah I grew up Catholic and I didn't know anything about the mass and I served it so like, <laughs> <laughs> so you were like a player in it and like, still didn't yeah know. like a pawn in the game and I <laughs> so one thing I will recommend is father Mike Schmitz his um catechism in the year podcast Mm. will teach you so much so much and it's just like you can find it on apple spotify whatever um downloading the hallow app and coordinating stuff into your everyday daily routine like and and I what I will say is like over everything learning from people like a catholic community is where you're going to learn the most about catholicism and i know you're going to be moving and such but there's always going to be catholic community around you and people are always loving to like bring people in it's just such an inviting community especially like younger people um yeah so father mike he's like really great at putting things at like blatant terms another good um, like website is 
goodcatholic.com and they have um like series like video series of stuff so like father ken who we just had on he's done a series here um but there's series on like understanding confession there's series on divine mercy series on like the life of christ or the meaning of suffering and and things like that that are really engaging but it's almost like an online course you know like yeah podcast series but video um so those would be really helpful and um you could ask for like a gift card there too for Christmas and stuff <laughs> to get some um another thing that's going to be really helpful uh specifically this author um Han Scott Han he is just an incredible theologian and um what is his book rome sweet home rome, sweet home mm-hmm. home, that would sweet be rome. rome yeah that would be worth reading or listening yeah. to like as the first book because i think it gives like a really broad kind of like and it tells like his conversion story and i think you find a lot of relatability in it yeah. So yeah, those are the first resources I would give you. Um, uh, the only other two things that Avery listened to a lot were Catholic Answers, just their <sighs> podcast, because people will call in with questions about the world and their lives, and they'll respond in a Catholic manner and with the teachings of the Catholic Church. And then Tim Staples, he was a Protestant pastor. He was in the Marines, I believe. Um, and he converted to Catholicism and has like multiple children now and has written multiple books. Nuts and Bolts is one. And it talks about like the basic principles of the Catholic Church. So those were helpful for Avery as well. But I can hear Micaiah screaming for a boob. So <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> also one one quick thing, I would say following Catholics on Instagram. True. Um, because you're just like getting it in your everyday life, you know, so true. Um, it doesn't feel like it's just a Sunday thing. It's just a part of your life. Yeah. So, true. Yeah. With that guys, make sure you call in. We would love to call in, like hear your heck yes, heck no, or even hear like your advice, like, you know, questions you have, everything's on the table. So 312-775-2615. And, um, also don't forget we have a Facebook group. So there's a lot of great, a lot of great true, conversations true. going on there. So it's linked in our show notes because I know a lot of y'all are like, what? You have a Facebook group? It's there. It's It's there. Promise you. All right. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So call our hotline at 312-775-2615. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.